I was there. I don't have to listen to it. This week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Delmarva. I am Todd from GoodCleanFunLife.com. And I am Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Delmarva, a show about life and culture on the Delmarva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I have to live here. And since I've been back, I've been drinking a lot, lot, lot more. <laughs> so as you know, if you're a regular listener, we haven't been regular posters because uh, we've both been away. But now we're both back for at least two weeks. So yeah. <laughs> we'll- We'll see how this week and we'll see about next. Right. (laughs) So much to get to. We won't get to it all. I do want to say I had a, I, so I was on vacation in the Pacific Northwest. I was in um, Pullman, Washington, which is by Washington state university. And every day when I woke up, I'm like, it is so great not to wake up in Del Mar. It was shocking. (laughs) what did you do on well, vacation? I not Delmarred. That's what I did. I woke up. <laughs> I saw what it was like to wake up and not be in Delmar. And I felt like I could live another six months. So, yeah. Well, there you go. That's that's good for you. That's good for you. Yeah, we uh, we have uh, I mentioned before the show we got started, uh, I've been up and down the road all over the place and uh, some work, uh, some fun, but, you know, all great experiences. Uh, but it's summer is in full swing now and our busy season. And I always say that, Oh, it's not really I, I, like we're busier in the off season now, but we are really busy. Running. And I think, I think towards the end of last year, I, I tried to stop using busy in sort of like a negative connotation. Oh uh, yeah. Some, some, some friends that we just saw uh, live in Montgomery County and uh and talk about how you know people use busy like a like a a badge of honor it's like oh i'm so busy you know and and it's sort of a toxic environment uh-huh. and uh but uh we're very busy so <laughs> not a badge of honor just the facts yeah. no just just keeping ourselves occupied yes well yeah that's what you say you say we're well occupied mm-hmm. um the other thing that uh, we, we we do every week is we're sponsored by a company that is uh, a local business that we like. And this week, it's you. Because <laughs> you're clearly not ready for it. And I clearly just remembered it. Yeah, we're still knocking the rust off a little bit. Uh, yeah, but uh, Good Clean right. Fun Life Productions. Um, You've been on, uh, I've seen, I've seen you more. I I guess I've started looking at social media, so I've seen you more on social media. But you guys yes. have been running all around, uh, taking photos and doing events. Well, one of the things that causes us to be uh, very full this uh, this time of year is Freeman Stage is up and running. Uh, we're going to be doing about a covering about a third of their shows all summer long. Um, we're we're back at Hammerheads. We're back at uh, up in Dewey quite a bit, and big events there. We've we've had the running of the bull, uh, which is you know one of the most enjoyable and silliest events that. Uh, you've ever uh, witnessed and um, which is also a fundraiser, which is super fun uh, for the local fire department up there. And it's a, we've, we've been doing, we've been doing all sorts of stuff. We've, and of course, as the business, as the commercial would go, we, uh, we do event video, photography, websites, 
uh, and in general, marketing, digital, and uh, all sorts. Media production. I, th- I said media production. So let's spend a minute talking about something we didn't prepare to talk about. Threads. Have you looked? Have you gone? Have you been? I have. I have. I uh, We were actually out at a shoot when I guess it dropped, and I hadn't been paying attention enough close enough attention to um, like anticipate it, but uh, we, I signed up. I, I, I got the, uh, you know, our good, clean fun handle. I got the starboard handle. I'm just going to hold it there for now. But um, you know, I never was a big Twitter user to begin with. Mm. And uh, it was, it was sort of funny though. I, I had a friend who, who shot me a text and she said, if I learned anything from you, it's always just sign up for the new thing and then, you know, give it a, a, a taste test. Right. And, and she had actually signed up before, <laughs> before I did, but I was, yeah, I was one of the first night, uh, super easy to do, you know, the, the next day, then they have all the conversation and articles about like, I don't know, battery life and, you know, more information gathering, uh, you know, accusations. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I, I, I didn't use Twitter a whole bit. I, I, I don't know how much I'll use this, but I'm going to, I'm going to check it out. I, I have, I actually, this morning was the first time I, I messed with it at all. Um, because it was a little overwhelming, but it does have, it, it reminds me of early Twitter, um, and early Facebook. And as as long as they don't mess it up, it would be really interesting to see, like, if they genuinely just, like, if this is a present to people who use social media, that would be nice. Because yeah. it really is, um, you know, you 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 see your friends posted. If there's an algorithm, I haven't figured it out yet. Um, it is the perfect marriage between Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. You know, you, you can have longer-ish posts, you can use photos, you can use videos. Um, I'm trying to train the algorithm. So I go on to I go on to Instagram until um it shows me the first reel. And then once I accidentally click on a reel and it won't let me back to not reel, I turn them and I don't go for another week. So yeah. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know if that's gonna train the algorithm, but that's what I'm trying to do. But I can I can at least say, as you say, you should you should at least be on it to make sure you have your handle, if nothing else. Right. And I don't think anyone can take your handle if you're already on Instagram. Well, and that, that that was one of the nice uh, and interesting things is that it you know you everything pulls over everyone you follow, art you already follow, and you know, I mean what a way for them to just throw a switch and for people to feel like they they already have a, a presence, even if they've never, well, nobody had ever <laughs> used it before. So yeah, it, it, it's a good one, integration. One of the things that I thought was very interesting about it was that they chose to do Instagram rather than Facebook, knowing that it was like they were admitting that Facebook is an unsalvageable cesspool and we don't, <laughs> We, we don't, don't want it. that vibe over here. Like we want the, yeah. we want the Instagram vibe. We want the yeah. sharing vibe. If these are the people that you share with. These aren't the people that you follow. So you can mock, you mm-hmm. know, these aren't people that you follow with your fake accounts or whatever. They, right. These are the people that you want to see what they have to say already. And so they chose Instagram instead of Facebook where it's, you know, 
we're hate which like Twitter has a lot of hate following and um, right and different right. lovely things like that. So I don't know. I'm yeah. for it. I'll, I'll be I, for I, it till I'm against it. Um, but uh, I haven't it, been it, on Twitter in a long time. So it is interesting. Like I said, I'm I'm not a I haven't been a Twitter user. I, I did uh, my first uh, thread. I think was something to the vein of um, I liked Twitter sucking so that I didn't have to do it for my clients. So, <laughs> so it, but there, there is something, is it, is shot, is it considered shot in Freud? Uh, like seeing Twitter getting, uh, getting beat up a little bit for the number of users that are jumping on this right away and like seemingly to be excited uh, where that was missing something for a long time now. Yes, yes. And actually, one of the last things that I wrote, I think I wrote it two or three weeks ago, um, or maybe last week, I don't know. Uh, but I wrote about the um, the submarine. Mm. Remember the submarine guy died? Yep. And everyone was so happy that these people, the only argument was if you felt better that they died. When, like, when everyone heard that they may not have experienced any pain. We were all a little disappointed. <laughs> it's like, oh, nice. And yeah. good. I mean, and I'm, I'm among, I'm not, I was very happy. They died. I was very disappointed that they didn't die painfully, but what is, what is that feeling? You know, like the yeah. schadenfreude for sure, but more important, like this kind of hatred of the ultra rich, feels very guillotiney is what i yeah is yeah what, yeah is what i wrote so somebody somebody very similar to you know kind of making the same point and uh you know saying commenting uh that how close it seems we may be to you know eat the rich sort of revolution and it, you know it, I well, and that's what I said. What I said in what I said in my little story. I'll put my story in the show notes. I, I said like I'm not gonna build the guillotines, but I'll come out and cheer. You know, <laughs> yeah. if you want to start dragging people out of their mansions by their hair and cutting off their heads, I am not going to stop you at all. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's it's a weird feeling to have. It's it's not a pleasant. It's not pleasant to know that that's my gut reaction. Right. Like, cause if you asked me to think about it, I'd say, no, we shouldn't drag people out of the houses. But what I think it, what I think it kind of represents for us as, as a culture is, as we were talking about at the beginning, we're starting to realize that the fix, like everyone is starting to realize yeah. that yeah, the, fix the fix is, is in. And there is, there increasingly doesn't seem to be, we we can't vote our way out of it. We can't negotiate our way out of it. You know, the second the uh, the Prince Andrew can have sixteen year old girls to rape to rape mm. shipped to his house and rape them all and kill them all and nothing bad will happen to him because he's ultra wealthy. And we're starting to realize that. Like you can only let so many people off before you know. Yeah. Yeah. Before people start feeling before people stop feeling bad for rich people having awful things happen to them. Well, and, and it's 
And it's also interesting when you say the ultra rich, you know, like everybody has this uh, preconceived notion that, you know, there's the the general population and then, you know, the the one the 1% is like a gentle slope and there's like there are some, you know, moderately wealthy and a little bit and just like a, like a people think that it's like a steady in, in, incline, but it's not. It is like a flat line and then a cliff that goes straight up in the it air is a to, right angle. Yeah. To the, to the, uh, to, you know, the 700 billionaires, uh, that there are in the world. And, and I had seen something that kind of just like quantifying how much a billion dollars is, is it's so much more that like, if you, if you know, they have examples, if you put it in terms of time, or if you put it in terms of, you know, grains of sand and, and, and that sort of thing, like how much more it is. And, uh, and it's just impossible for one person to acquire that much wealth based on their own, uh, you know, skill or work or, you know, or it's just, they're obviously, um, exploiting the work of, of others and hundreds of others and, you know, and all of that. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's get the guillotines out. I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> um, but the other thing is that um, as far as, as far as people liking to see Twitter fail, the, the notion that you have to pay, like they want everyone to be an advertiser. And that is like when, when Elon Musk said, you know, if you don't get a blue check, we're not going to show your tweets. That was the last time I tweeted right. except for having been paid to do it. Like my, yeah. my company wants me to tweet my show out. So I do that. But right. you know, that it took the joy out of it. Like, yeah, there, it looks as if threads might have the opportunity for fun interactions mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm still a big fan of of substack and you can still me find me over there if you'd like to find me in substack it's by tony russo uh dot substack.com but um you know th- the idea of just being able to to communicate with other people online without you know to have strangers see what you post mm-hmm. and respond is something that doesn't happen to those of us without blue checks on Twitter. Right. And so, you know, one of the things that I am doing though on, um, on threads is whenever someone pops up that does have a blue check, I block them. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm well, just cause, cause yeah, Instagram has kind of gone the same model too, is now you can, you can purchase a, a blue check on Instagram and you know, well, it's fine with Not, me. I, I'm I'm going to if tell, let me know because I won't block you. But if you <laughs> if you buy a blue check, but everybody else, if it's a blue check, it's you know how like sometimes you'll be standing in line like cleaning out your uh, email inbox. Yeah, yeah. So my yeah. new thing is when I'm standing in line, I'm going to go through and block people with blue checks on on <laughs> threads or whatever it's called. Perfect. Um, just like Tony Russo block. Who, why you know? And it's you know, and, and it's not like with what you said. Yeah, and 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 it's not all, or you want them to know that you're blo- <laughs> that yeah, you blocked what, them. A lot of times, it's like they won't know if you if you need to do this. And I'm like, nope. Well, I'm- yes, because you can you can hide them and just not yeah. see anything. They say, nope, block them and anything else they post. Like, um, 
the uh <laughs> I love I love the option. It says block so and so and any cre- accounts they create in the future. And I'm like, Ooh. thank you for saving me the time. And That's so that sad. way, you know, you don't if you block craft, you don't have to also block craft macaroni and cheese right. and you know uh Heinz ketchup and they block the whole company. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for making that easier for me. Uh, Facebook. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. And so one of the things that I did on my vacation, I did lots of things on my vacation and I had a wonderful time. Um, But I I think one of the, one of the real highlights was we went out like into the, into the world of the, uh, the Pacific Northwest, which is not, you know, it's it's not where I'm used to dealing with. And there's this town we went to called Colfax. And Colfax is very much, you know, like Berlin circa 1986. You know, there's six different um, junk shops, five right. of which were closed, you know, and uh, and a ballet studio and, you know, and, and a Chinese restaurant or something like that. Right. Um, and we had walked across the street. We had jaywalked and um this lady pulled over and uh she's like wow i can't believe you did that it's it's so dangerous you know this is a dangerous road and i'm like no it's not there this is just (laughs) this town has a population of maybe six thousand maybe eight thousand yeah um you know and it's it was weird to get all like east coast hip i'm like no 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 this is right right this is this is not dangerous and it was also weird that she even mentioned it because she wasn't scolding us right she right. wasn't she wasn't saying oh you you jaywalked and you shouldn't have she's she said you know you gotta be careful roads are dangerous they have cars on them and i'm like yeah <laughs> we're going back to new jersey tomorrow i'm gonna jaywalk when i get there too don't worry yeah, about it right sweetie. Right. Um, Have you ever crossed Coastal Highway in yeah, the summertime? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I it actually was one of the last things I did before before we came here. I, I yeah. um Kelly and I had a wedding shoot in uh in Ocean City and uh and we had to do the whole frogger thing and yeah, yeah. that that's taking your life in your hands, you know. Absolutely. Because I want, even when I see people slow down at a red light, it's Ocean City is one of the few places where I make sure that they stop also like a lot of places once everyone starts to slow down you go ocean city i want to see you stop i want to see you take your hands off the wheel and check your text messages before (laughs) i'm going to cross the street there because otherwise you might decide to run me over right right and you only have 15 seconds to get across 18 lanes of traffic oh it can be it, it, it can be it can be quite a challenge we also went so my hips have gone or are going and um i don't want to carry a cane um, cause I don't want to feel that old. So I have a walking stick and I'm very, I'm very proud of the walking stick that I have here, but I had to acquire one on the West coast too, because the walking stick I have here has like spikes and stuff on it. It's like, like a punk rock walking stick, Yeah, but they're never letting me on a plane with it. Right. Right. Um, and so we, I looked and I'm like cane stores in Spokane, Washington. How exciting. And so we drove to this cane store in Spokane, Washington, and it was an internet only store. It was closed. Oh, it was funny. like open by appointment only. And everyone was giving me a hard time about it, but it's something that I guess we have to take. 
into consideration. I recall um, in Salisbury, I went to a place that fixes your Macs. Um, and I went to get my, my laptop fixed and I knocked on the door and I came in and they're like, can we help you? And I'm like, I'd like to have my Mac fixed. And they're like, you're, we don't do that. And I'm like, it says you do it. And he's like, yeah, but people mail them in. (laughs) You're supposed to mail it to the thing on the website. I'm like, I live a mile and a half from here. Why, why would I mail it to you? And they're like, yeah, I guess good point. But that doesn't, this was before I knew Patty. This was, this was a long time ago. Okay. I was good. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was, and, but, and they were baffled. They were baffled. And I, it's interesting to think of as more e-commerce as e-commerce becomes just kind of primary, um, how many false front uh, front doors we're going to have, how many places that there are going to be where there are just like, this is where our business is, but we only deal with you online. You know, it's uh, it's, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting concept. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. Little distractions in the, in the backgrounds. <laughs> That's fine. Um, yeah, I, why? I mean, if you're an internet only business, I guess it still does make sense to have a, a brick and mortar to some extent. But, if you've got enough stock, yeah, I, you know, if at you, some point, your wife is like, "You can't keep those canes in the garage anymore." <laughs> so, were you able to get a? Uh, a oh, I just a, I just bought another walking stick that I can't take on a plane, and I leave it there. So now I'm by coastal walking stick man. Oh well, that's good. Uh, but I don't know if you've been, I can highly recommend Spokane. Spokane yeah. is a, uh, it's a hipster city waiting to happen. You know, it's mm-hmm. um, lots of bars, lots of restaurants. Um, we went into a place called Nito Burrito uh-huh. um, that had a place called the Baby Bar in it. And the Baby Bar was, um, it had like two tables, three tables, a six foot long bar. And the walls were all done in red velvet. Oh, nice! And uh, it was it was very it was very you know vampire-y, um, but also also kitschy. The uh, Nito Burrito guy collects um, Christ uh, portraits. So okay. there, are, yeah. So there's you know there's black Jesus. There's like all the different Jesus's portraits. Right. They, well, they then that, the, the red velvet makes sense then, yeah. uh, right? Because <laughs> the velvet Jesus is probably my favorite. <laughs> um, but there is, I, I can't, I can't recommend Spokane highly enough. There's like three comedy clubs. Well, there's one comedy club and two theaters in Spokane. Nice. Um, and there is a video game arcade that, that. was closed. It Ugh. was, it opened today. It opened yesterday. It opened back up on the, on the 11th. And uh, I was so disappointed because I all I wanted to do was play pinball. That was the only thing I didn't do on my vacation that I had desperately, desperately wanted to do. Well, I, you know, it's funny and it, it, it's surprising that it's taken me this long to remember and to bring it up. But uh, I'd mentioned that we were in uh, four states in four days. And one of those states was New Jersey. Uh, we went to the Stone Pony. Oh, I saw uh, that. In, in Asbury. And, uh, and what a, what a neat little, also kind of weird place. Um, and I, I, I heard, I heard a story and I'm sure you can confirm that it was, it was sort of like run down and, and not very, uh, they're, they're like half built condo buildings, 
you know, 10 years ago. And, uh, and now it's had this sort of revitalization. The, the Stone Pony is this venue. And then they have a outdoor venue that's right on the beach. And they don't care if you like pull up right next to it and just hang out in your truck on the other side of the fence and listen. Um, it was really, it was really quite neat. We wanted to go see one of Natalie's favorite bands. And then turns out her, her, her cousin who um, ha- has lived there for a while now. And it's a, it's a up and coming hipster ish area. The Asbury park that you were in, Looks nothing like the Asbury Park of my childhood. I'm no, sure, right? It right. Doesn't even look like the Asbury Park of the 1990s, which was uh, la, the last time I was kind of around in there. My yeah. my story about uh, so the Stone Pony for if you're listening and for some reason don't know, the Stone Pony was a place where Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band played a lot before they were super famous, and mm-hmm. then even after they got famous, like. Still today, Bruce might show up and just do a show. He, yeah. A lot of times, like when I remember when, not to show too much my age in case you can't see, but I remember when he was uh, touring and supporting um, Born in the USA. Was that the name of the album? Was the, Yeah. Well, whatever album yep. Born in the USA was on. I, I One of the few that I really desperately don't like. Um, but when he was on tour, like the rumor is always he's going to do a set at the stone pony. Yeah. When the album comes out or when he gets to Jersey before he goes and does the Meadowlands and stuff like that. So there's always like this groundswell of, you know, you'll be like this local band because they have local original bands play there all the time or play there all the time when I was a kid anyway. Um, Like I was friends with a band that played there. Um, And, you know, so you go and you're used to seeing like 20 or 30 people and like there are 200. And yeah, and it's just like, oh, the rumor was that Bruce was going to show up tonight. And so people just came out in case he did. But he didn't. That's fine. But here yeah. we are, you know. Yeah. Well, um, and good for that band who had that slot, right? Yeah. Who, who got the who got the extra who got the extra. But the other thing that it used to be also a bar. And mm-hmm. I didn't know that it was no longer a bar. It um, is a bar. Well, yeah, but it's only open when there are shows. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And so I went in and I, I wanted to take my wife and, you know, see what the inside looked like now and get a drink. Cause I haven't been there. Yeah. I haven't been inside the stone pony since 1990, 1989, 1991, right around in there. Yeah. Um, and you know, the last time I was in there, it wasn't very pretty Asbury park was still falling down, you know, mm-hmm. um, the stage. So did you go inside the stone? Pole? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that was one of the, the fun things that happened is we, we saw the outside venue, uh, you know, reggae uh, band. And then uh, we're like getting ready to leave. And we're going to like, we're going to have one more beer and we go and go inside. And, um, and then there, like, as soon as the show ended outside, a, a local band started playing inside and uh and we hung around and they were fantastic and we had a we had a great time is the stage still like there's only five feet between the stage and the ceiling is that is that still the case no that was definitely not the case it it was a small riser but uh but was definitely had had plenty of headroom yeah no it was so when i was a kid it was like a it was almost like a bunker like yeah there may have been the ceilings may have been 12 feet maybe 12 feet Right. 
I want to say 10, but let's say they're 12 feet, but the stage also 12 feet. So if you were six feet tall standing on the stage, there was maybe just a foot or two between, between your, your head and, and the ceiling. And I just remember after hearing that this was this, you know, this epic place getting there and just how ratty it was and how small it felt. Yeah. Um, but also you could get, you know, you can get French fries and a beer and you can hang out and, um, and you can't do that anymore, uh, apparently. Cause I, I went I, maybe three or four years ago with Kelly and I, I, we went to the door and they're like, can we help you? And I'm like, yeah, well, no, we just want to get a beer. And they're like, we're not open. <laughs> like, yeah. You have to wait till the show starts. And I'm like, oh, all right. New yeah. rule. Yeah. You know? And they've probably been doing that for 30 years. You know, it's yeah. just, I haven't been there. Right. Years. But it was, it was a really neat, it was really neat experience and, uh, and definitely would like to go back. And it was good to connect with a, you know, cousin too. We did, we, it's been, uh, it's been a good summer for that already. Yeah. There's so much cool stuff up there too. Cause there's, I mean, you know, Asbury park is Asbury park, but that whole strip has been, you know, long Branch is not far from there. And that's got, mm-hmm all sorts of cool places to see shows. You know, you can see a lot of live music on the Jersey shore and you can, well, we're calling it the Jersey shore. I'm not going to fight about that. Yeah. Here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you can see live shows like, and all winter too. It's not just a summertime thing. It's, it's all winter. You can see shows in all of these bars and, you know, still lots of, lo- lots of, lo- lots of local bands doing original music or, or mix, you know, originals and covers. It's uh yep. No, I can I can recommend it. I I like I liked Asbury Park when it was shitty though. So there's no. Uh... <laughs> when I was a, when I was a kid, there was a we would go to the boardwalk, and it was like, again, they hadn't updated the rides. You know, it made it made trimpers look fancy. Right, um, right, and uh, I, I just some of my some of my fondest memories are going through like the fun house and stuff there and. If you go Christmas time, I don't work for the Asbury Park uh, Tourism Board, but they have a big <laughs> Christmas fair there. And, uh, you know, Johnny Cash famously played that show at the convention center there. And yeah. Yeah. Big deal. Big deal. So, yeah, I like I like Asbury Park. You should go more often. We all should. We should. Um, we all should. <laughs> all right. It looks like we are up against it now. So we're going to call it a day. Um, I got nothing else anyway. How about you? I got nothing. All right. Well, until next time, remember at the beach, it's happy hour whenever you say it is. Oh, I'm supposed to end it. Hi. <laughs>